0: So we're coming from the San Francisco Conservatory um, and we are going to play a softball game. I was playing a concert with my string quartet uh, and we played a Haydn string quartet and now it's after intermission and we've left to go play softball. And uh, who are you and what is the name of your string quartet? My name is Patrick Galvin. We don't have a name, our our group... um, But the quartet that we played tonight was Haydn Opus 74 number 3, which has a nickname, and that's the Horseman. So we were tentatively, I mean, we were called all semester Haydn Opus 73. And now like Horseman, we're hurrying to play softball. Very much like Horseman.
1: Very much like Horseman. Tell me about the second
0: movement. Uh, the second movement, of course, which is which is my favorite. Yeah, it was written in like 1791, I think, roughly. Uh, the, uh, the dynamic range in that second movement is like unprecedented for that kind of time. Um, it, it's, it starts mezzo voce, is the only marking, but we were playing roughly pianissimo, and within about 10 or 11 bars, it gets to fortissimo, which is ridiculous.
1: like it's going along in some key and then kind of out of nowhere a chord happens that seems like it's totally not in that key and everyone goes dramatically everyone plays that one chord and it happens a couple times it's always kind of surprising and delightful. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah yeah so that chord is the climax of that crescendo that I was talking about the fortissimo the top of that dynamic range so it seems like he combined dynamic contrast, with harmonic contrast. It is a very surprising chord, um, like in every way possible.
1: I liked it. I did too. Now I have some stupid questions to ask you. Okay. Um, I would like you to comment on the fact that there are no bases in a string quartet, but there are bases on a softball field. This is true. Um, Why are there no bases in a string quartet?
0: There are no bases in a string quartet um, because the. Let's see. How should I answer this? Um, <laughs> Stupid question. No, 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 no! I I really appreciate the question. It's actually it, it, it stumped me a little. I I think the the reason probably has to do with the fact that a bass is so annoying to carry around uh, whereas like a violins obviously can easily be carried viola though annoying is easy to carry and cello <laughs> is light enough and can really fit on your back bass is just inconvenient um, so I just that I think is the main reason do you think we're
1: going to make it to this game on time not at all okay we're going to do our best though where are we is it dangerous for a violinist to play softball because the fingers are delicate and
0: important? Uh, I don't think softball is as bad as like basketball, but it should be fine. I always enjoy playing sports. I don't. You should be a violinist. This interview is a lot more nerve-wracking than the performance.
1: I'm a really scary interviewer. True. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, now we're kind of hustling because we're like really late for this game. It's Haydn's fault.
0: How, mine wasn't that long, right? What?
1: Mine wasn't that long.
0: Not nearly as long as yeah. that's
1: for sure. Oh, I see. There's mashers on the field. I can see them. We're up across the street. I see Ben Trefny wearing orange. Or I assume that's Ben. Oh, Chris Hoff is up to bat. I can see it. Go mashers! Okay, I'm going to stop recording now.